Hi. 2019. 20 by teen. 20 by teen. I heard that too. Yeah. It's not very. I it's mean, not it's the most not clever. So clever. That's like queerphobic of you to say that. I but... don't think so. <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> As a fake bi person, I'm offended. You're not by that. fake bi. You are bi. I know. It's true. Right? Yeah. Who knows? You're sexually don't don't fluid. try to put me in a box. I'm going to put you in my box. <laughs> <laughs> don't tease. Listen. Hi, <laughs> look. Hi, listeners. <laughs> Welcome to Do You Queer? What I Queer er, And that's Elliot And that's Tom And uh, here we are Yeah We're Not here. quite season two Not quite season three We're like bi-season We're right bi-season, yeah Very bipartisan right now <laughs> We represent And we're coming at you Because we just wanted to check in And say hi And we love you And we miss you And we really miss you folks And happy new queer Happy new queer We hope that all your new queers Hopes and dreams have been fulfilled. Yeah. We hope that everyone had an okay time getting through the holidays <laughs> because we know as queer folk, it can be it can be pretty isolating and difficult yeah. and uh, downright depressing. So we're here to depress you even further. I'm just no, kidding. No, we're here we're to not. lift you up. I'm just joking. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? Who knows what comes out of our mouth? The world's not fantastic. Oh, but. boy. But we're... we're we're thriving. Yeah, I'm sure th- thriving. Throbbing for sure. Throbbing. Is that the same as thriving? Are you throbbing? I'm semi throb. I'm a semi throb because of this right now, right here. <laughs> You're bi flaccid. I'm bi flaccid. <laughs> I'm bi flaccid by curious. <laughs> Listen. Look. Fuck. Hi. Hi. Thanks for tuning in to Dickwick, yeah. everybody. Um, on the menu today, we have like cute little like... Cute hi. Cute hi, cute check-in. We're going to check bring some brevity to your day, hopefully. Yeah. Um, we have some serious things to talk about, as per usual. Maybe let's start with like cute, funny, flouncy things. Let's start with flouncy things. That's let's, a great idea. Like frame our mindset for our listeners right now. What is going on? Do you have a color? <clears throat> oh my that god! Today, I for sure don't. <laughs> uh, yes, I do. My color today is pale pineapple. Oh, okay. very direct. Uh, it it directly pertains to the drink that we're drinking, but it's because Tom and I are not drinking for the month of January. Mm-hmm. And so we've made um, mocktails by blending pineapple and coconut water together right? in a very cute flouncy drink. And I just feel like that embodies me because I, it's not the brightest color. It kind of looks like baby vomit, but it tastes delicious. And I'm really going for like inner growth, not outer representation. So I look gross, but I taste fantastic. I don't hate that. I know. Thank you. I think you. it works. Thank you. It's funny. We wanted to, so like not drinking is, you know, kind of a big deal especially for me but also for Elliot um you know queer people we have a tendency towards abusing substances of all kinds yeah exactly and I'm certainly uh one who partakes so dry January has been a rough go for me personally yeah Uh, my body has like officially revolted on Mm. me which I think in the end is a Elliot keeps trying to tell me that's a good thing it's fantastic you're on the way to your body uh using other sources instead of alcohol right. i think to burn you know it's but like, like i've you know i've been throwing up and um 
I've had a lot of migraines and yep. it hasn't been a nice ride. It's been only one week. But can, yeah, congratulations on day seven. Thank I'm you. very proud of you. I'm very proud of us collectively. Um, I think that we're doing the right thing and I think that we're holding each other accountable. Right. And if anyone out there is like, oh, that seems like something I should do, but I'm scared to. If Tom can do it, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, and we're only on day seven. But <laughs> you can do it. Shut up. You're doing it. <laughs> okay, we'll see. We'll check in at the end of this month. Of course. And, and make sure. But um, yeah, I have like also have feeling in my face for the first time in years. Like I feel like blood in my cheeks. Yeah. Which I don't remember feeling since I was a child, maybe. That's horrifying. <laughs> I don't even know. Excuse me. I don't even know what that like. <laughs> I just like laugh burped. I don't even know what that means. I don't know either. I guess I just like feel heat in my face. Like like I can feel blood like flowing. Before when you touched your face, you couldn't feel it on your face, just your hands. I don't know. It's too hard to explain, okay. I guess. But I, that's a good thing. Yeah. I think feeling And also yourself, I don't have a, a, as much anxiety, which yeah, is crazy. My anxiety has sharply diminished yeah. uh, and I thought it was just a state of my being. Turns out doctors are right. Alcohol for sure fucks up your mental health. Everyone. Listen, that's still I can't. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, it's only on seven days. That, but we're yeah, we're not sure yet. We're not sure. We're figuring it out. Boy, are we! So we'd wanted to like because we usually have cute cocktails as we're as we're recording. I find it sort of loosens me up and makes me it makes me fun. I'm right. worried that I'm not fun if I'm not drinking. I think that's a misconception because you've been consistently fun to be I, around. I don't believe you, but that's nice of you for to real. Say. I think that before we get to your color, um, for our listeners out there, for anyone who's also doing this, some tactics that we found are really helpful are soda water um, because it feels nice and refreshing like a beer. And even though it's just hydrating, uh-huh. spending time on like drinking a fancy drink, even though there's no alcohol is nice. It feels like the same ritual of consumption and just like having a bottle in your hand. We had non-alcoholic beer at a party yeah. and just to like be able to drink something Shout out to Sarah, Tom's friend, for telling us that because it's totally just the habitual fixation. I don't want to shout her out, but sure. I'm going to do it. I shouldn't have met her because I'm going to be too <laughs> nice to her and you're going to get mad. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> um, but we like hollowed out a pineapple <laughs> wanting to like have like ridiculous faggot like. Um, yeah, like like beach drink. Something like, to guzzle. Yeah. Like <laughs> coconut pineapple water to guzzle. But it didn't work, obviously. I haul it out the bottom, just like I hollow out all my bottoms. And, and then Tom so, got turned on by like the empty husk of like the pineapple pulp. Shut up, don't tell listeners that. Tell you got it. turned on by the cucumber. That's okay. <laughs> we're we're um by vegetable. Anyway. <laughs> that's so stupid. I that's queer phobic, like for sure. Sorry. So my color today is like um an icy pink, ooh, uh, like a like a like a strawberry ice cream. Okay, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, I do feel blood in my body, but it's also so cold outside that I can't believe we still live in a country that has such severe coldness, and we are the most moderate. Yeah. We live in the most moderate part. We're of the basically country. in the United States, how but south we are in Canada. Holy shit. The wind. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's so cold. It's only going to get worse. And it's like, ice. it's a little pink because, like, I'm fucking, I'm a queer faggot. Yeah, you're like rosy and icy. And I'm like thinking about all those, like, cute assholes that, like, sober Tom will get to, you know, have a go at. I Ew, love it. That's no, so gross. That was great. I saw Tom revolted at his own thing. Uh, this might make a lot of sense as to who I am, but. 
Um, so January is my, my birth month and I was born on the coldest day of one of the coldest years on record. That so makes feel, so much sense know, for I you. I feel very at home. My mom almost couldn't make it to the hospital, which was down the street, because it was a whiteout blizzard and freezing. Oh my God. So, like... <laughs> you are so that. I'm very at home. Like you are the coldest person I've ever met. Thank you. I get rejuvenated by it. I always make fun of Elliot, because he always has such awful, ridiculous, like, party... Um, anecdotes? Like, anecdotes and comments. Like, oh, this person's mother shot her father. Did everyone know that? And everyone's like, what? Well, we were watching the Golden Globes, and I think that's a stunning part of Charlize Theron's past, because she's so strong from it. And I just simply just simply asked if people had been aware of that history. Right. And, and I hate making fun of you for, like, being <sighs> the coldest day of the year. I bet. You hate it. <laughs> Seems like it really takes a toll on you, Tom. <laughs> okay, I have some questions for you. Okay. Um, looking back on not only season two, yeah, which I'm, I might say I'm really proud of. I think it's a, it was a big success. I'd like to say I'm proud of it as well. Um, so I will. I am. <laughs> and and the year 2018. Yes. Um, what were some of your highlights from uh, the experience? So I need to like categorically approach this. Personal right. highlights. Uh, let's go personal. Okay. So for me, I feel like we did the show highlights in, in our in our finale on our live show like yeah like not from the show yeah like personal achievements yeah. uh definitely a highlight for me was i finished my master's um and i started my phd so those two things were pretty exciting i um yep that's about it <laughs> i think that's not really personal that's academic uh oh yeah no this was the worst year on record personally okay. for okay. me both mental health and health wise so cool, uh, i was trying to get yeah so let's get let's there. try it let's try this um i think that i learned a lot about myself i think that i was faced with new realizations and i think that if i'm gonna make this negative into a positive i have a lot of um uh new material to learn from like do, does that make sense i've i've yeah analyzed myself more and i and i feel ready to grow so that would be mine thomas what about and you? you were saying that sorry just to yeah no no do it because um, i hate i'd rather talk about you um, <laughs> <laughs> already in this seven days of of 2019 of 20 20 dry teen 20 dry teen um, oh that i don't dry like the connotations teen. of that no that's gross that's really bad <laughs> Jesse, should we cut that? Jesse, come um, <laughs> You were saying that your mental health has already, like, you've already seen an improvement. Yeah, I have. That's um, great. I I'm approaching that topic with hesitation. Oh, because I'm not, I'm not so sure that I'm not like manic okay. in some way. I don't know what the proper way is. I need to see a mental health care professional to yes. to, to tell me. I agree. Uh, I don't up. think you're manic from someone who spent some time with you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I. And who knows some manic people. I think that I think maybe I let my moods get the best of me. So seven days feeling good isn't necessarily shocking. It is based on the year that I've had, but right. I'm, I'm just waiting. Um, but I'm also not a super huge fan of like diagnosis culture. And I don't know that I want to be anything. I don't think we have to be. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, be absolutely. what we are. Um, but yeah, this year's off to a great start. Kicking it off. We're cool. loving. We're living. Tom, what about you? Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> I, I do I do look back on 2018 in in without being too dramatic in quite an amount of horror mm -hmm. like I everything that I tried to think that I thought I could do and take on was so ridiculous mm -hmm. um, and by the end of it I really was running on nothing 
empty fumes yeah um i sorry i was running on alcohol right and that's it um but oh like my god like more than metaphorically i was just so i was really really violent to myself in mm-hmm. pretty much every way that i could think of in 2018 which is ridiculous which is so <laughs> funny and ridiculous because i in preparation for talking to you today i went back and i listened to our new queers episode from last year oh boy going into 2018 and i couldn't help but laugh my ass off at our um resolutions, resolutions which we did not when we did sorry one of the, the one thing we did Right, which we can still do better at, mm-hmm. was to be more active, to right. to speak less and get out there and do things. And we certainly did that this year. Um, not as much as we can. But we're like, getting better. We're getting better. Yep. My resolution was time management. Your resolution was time management, <laughs> which you failed horribly at. New year, a new me, trying again. We're and getting my back My resolution up. was to be like, uh, what was it? Oh, to manage my mental health better, <laughs> which I certainly did worse. <laughs> Listen, it's a new day. It's a new dawn. Also, we failed at a few other things. We said that we're going to do the double-ended dildo trick, and we didn't didn't do that. It certainly won't happen today that we're sober. Jesse wouldn't let us, number one. Jesse actually said he would leave the apartment. I know. Had we done that. Which brings up an interesting topic that I just wanted to throw out there about Jesse. Yes. Let's let's get into this. We've had some feedback about that we are, quote-unquote, cruel to Jesse, or that we're mean to him, or bullies. It's to become him. a human rights issue <laughs> the way that we treat our producer. And I just need to address that this is us fighting back against the patriarchy. We are fully developing a queer politic of resistance against Jesse. That's right. Yeah. You don't understand that Jesse like treats us like like he is our lord. He represents uh, the violence of normativity. Exactly. I think. Yeah. And so us like speaking out against him yeah. is the resistance. Yeah. So so just check yourself on that before you come to us. Yeah. You need to have receipts that match. And <laughs> exactly. sorry, but they won't because we know better. So also Jesse, are you listening? Yeah. We're on to you. We are. The resistance is growing. <laughs> <laughs> Our job in 2019 should be to get Jesse fired. Yes, absolutely. Okay, good. <laughs> we are his, but we could literally fire him at any moment. Just so you know, Jesse, you have no job security. Um, that's awesome. Thanks for finally addressing that. Well, I'm just tired of it. Me I'm too. tired of people, you know, saying that I'm some kind of book. It's just rude. It's not. It's like victim blaming. It is, is what victim it is. blaming. Yeah, definitely throw yourself on that sword, Tom. We deserve, um, we deserve something from this. Absolutely. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. I can't. Oh, Jesse's oh, can't laughing as though it's a sober. joke. It's confusing. I know. I don't know why he's laughing. Jesse, this is serious. It's Fucking patriarch. To me. Oh. I'm worried I have Stockholm syndrome because, like, I'm be- I'm becoming more attracted to him. To Jesse? Yeah. <laughs> the meaner he gets. Yeah. We knew that about you, though, Tom. I know it's true. Um. Okay, so I'm gonna take it way down wait no gonna, wait don't take it down to. yet i want to st- can we stay up here we for can one stay more, yeah we can one more second yep. i want to know what what are your new looking towards season three looking to, to looking towards 2019 do you have some goals my goals so time management um i'm not giving up i've decided that just because i failed in 12 months 12 months is an arbitrary amount of time good for you there's still time to do it and yes. i think maybe i had to fail miserably to then see what i need to do yep so time management absolutely um the next one is kind of an all-around take better care of myself 
uh, in the seven days of not drinking, um, I've also been working out more, drinking more water. My house has remained in a state of cleanliness, which it never has. And like, I do this thing where when one little thing becomes out of order in my life, another thing does and it's a domino effect and I feel as though I'm in a state of disorder. Oh yeah, I totally agree. keeping all those minute things lined up for me has done wonders for my mental health. So in general, I want to be solid this year. I want to be on top of it. I want to recognize my triggers and I want to avoid them. So that's a very tall order for table 83, but that's what I'm going to go with. (laughs) Don't. Tom, what about you? (laughs) Okay, will you please let me know how I can support you in this? Yeah. I feel like I am able to. Absolutely. Because part of my resolution in 2019 is to make sure I rest more. I know that sounds so mundane, but like I didn't rest for one hour last year. People who know Tom, that's not mundane. Like you need to do that. You need to rest. And so more generally, my, my, I I am resolved to be nicer to myself. Yay. In all sort of ways, like physically, emotionally, and um, what I'm doing to my body, what I'm putting in it. Mm-hmm. And also, I will say, I need to... Because it's funny spending seven days um, without alcohol and without um, someone around. Yeah. It's like, I know I always talk about my loneliness, and like I, I always will because it's my truth. And it's hilarious, but <laughs> but it's fucking lonely being sober. Like alcohol, I was using that right. Mm-hmm. Like I was definitely using that as you know, as in some ways as a, a partner, in other ways a weapon. Yeah. Um. And part of my goal for this year is to start taking myself a little bit more seriously because if I'm not taking myself seriously, potential partners will not take myself seriously because I love being like the clown or the guy that's like crazy or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or always like putting himself down, which I won't stop doing, but yeah, you can do it in a, in a funny ish way. Like there's, right. it was pretty serious. And also I think it's, but if I'm always just the trash monster of like laughs mm-hmm. then that's all that, you know, if I'm do, if I'm putting that out into the world, that's what people see. Absolutely. Oprah and it's Brit be- says you, you, teach people how to treat you yeah she's right kind of um it also (laughs) speaks volumes that you think that you would be boring without alcohol i definitely think that's my worst fear and that's so not true my worst fear is to be boring and so i think alcohol makes me crazy you just get to a point where you become violent (laughs) like it's not to to yourself i mean not violent no to yourself i mean like you're the same person you're Uh just poisoning yourself oh yeah but you're fun you can be fun without that violence to yourself (laughs) <laughs> that really painted a picture of you as an abusive alcoholic. Not the truth, everyone. You've heard it here first. You know what I mean, though? You're the same. Jesse's going to edit that so that it makes me sound like I'm a violent drunk. Tom is violent. <laughs> Someone help. Okay, I won't bring it down yet. I just... No, no, you can. I just wanted to get that out. I need to just say something off the bat because I'm not sure how much people listen to the whole way through a podcast. And if there's one thing to take out of this podcast... Oh, my God. This episode specifically um, is that... Tomorrow, which is January 8th, um, in Toronto, in response to the Canada-wide call for action, um, there is a rally, a youth-led Indigenous protest being held at Nathan Phillips Square. It starts at 12 noon. Please, everyone, I know this podcast came out in the morning. I know you might have not have time. This is today. Like, you're saying tomorrow. Sorry, to- sorry. But this is today. today as you listen, on the 8th. Yeah. Um, Go to Nathan Phillips Square, standing in solidarity with the wet, sweat, and territory who just received an ultimatum from the RCMP. 
So just to say, so Wet'suwet'en territory um, is home to a number of clans of indigenous people, um, among them Unistaten and uh, Git, uh, Gitemden. I th- I'm sure I'm not saying these words correctly. I'm, You're trying. I apologize. Yeah. Um, the RCMP just issued an ultimatum uh, to pass the Gitemden checkpoint, basically by saying, remove yourself or face police violence. And this is nothing but a call for war. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is sovereign land. This is actual sovereign land. Uh, which only matters if you're going to pay attention to Canadian law, and these people have been on this land far before Canada existed. So for what that counts, it's sovereign land. Also, it's unceded treaty territory. So there's no way, shape, or form this should happen. And I should say, sorry, that this is for the Trans-Canada Pipeline. Um, so just so many layers Kinder of... Kinder Morgan, yeah. Kinder Morgan, yeah. Yep. So many layers of violence. Um, so if you can make it out at noon at Nathan Phillips Square tomorrow, um, a Dickwick presence will be there. Yes. Um I oh, will, sorry, today. I'm today, tomorrow, today tomorrow, the tomorrow, 8th. January 8th. I will be there. Look for me. Come say hi to me. If you can't, there are other... We're going to share it on our Facebook page. There are other ways to help. Yeah. Um, you can donate. You can donate. You can call. So this is a, obviously a clear violation of international law. So you can call Bre- Brenda Lucky, who is our RCMP commissioner in Ottawa at 613-843-6400. And Brenda Butterworth Carr, who's our deputy commissioner... And her number is 778-290-3100. And just implore them to... Apparently, the RCMP is now arriving in droves to this to this area. So, so we need... Okay, so we need definite action um, as accomplices, um, a la Jeffrey McNeil, what he has taught us throughout this podcast and... Um, throughout his social media presence is that we we as accomplices are there to put our bodies between the police and between the indigenous protesters yeah. uh, we need to activate our privilege because we have an access of privilege we are much less um open to police violence especially like myself and yourself tom being white men so uh how we can help is by making a physical human barrier and protecting these protesters um and standing up for canada just not being so fucking violent and neo-colonial which it is right now um also uh this is bullshit to reconciliation this is spitting on the face of trc that's clearly lip service because they don't fucking care so yeah. uh be mad but do things and help and i'll see you tomorrow hope today hopefully the 8th nathan phillips square thank um, you for um thank you for saying all that elliot and thank you for don't going. thank me no 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 it's um it's gotta happen yeah gotta happen i agree um so yeah uh Let's let's talk about. No, I'm glad you said podcast. That. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I just know. I just off the bat is always better, you know, um, to get that out of the way. Okay, but not out of the way, but so people don't miss it. Because please listen all the way through. Just because I said that, I'm going to say something really important at you're the end of this episode, <laughs> and you're going to miss it if you don't. You're such a like um, a desperate bottom, like begging people to listen to the end. It's you guys, like, please, please don't skip. I'm so <laughs> fucking wet. You're Whoa. the pheromone of Dickwick. Oh, <laughs> come on. Oh, you know what I did do this year that I think was one of my um, one of my. Uh, resolutions from last year but didn't i want to come more or like guzzle more come was oh yeah you did say that you wanted to you wanted to come more yeah no i was a slutty slut this year so that was great good for you yeah um, good for you did you have any adventures over the um interim so many adventures we talked last yeah yeah so many adventures so one day we uh my partner and i had a like a like (laughs) um okay 
multiple sex partners. In We're gonna the rename same day. your partner, right? We don't like Vigo anymore. Vigo doesn't work. Although seeing Vigo at the Golden Globes last night, like, like Vigo the actor, he's pretty hot. Ew. Yeah, he's, 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 like, he's, he's so right. old. Okay, fine. My partner's new podcast name is going to be. Chad. Chad. Mm, incels. I don't like that. They ruined oh. that name for me. Aren't you like a Chad or a Stacy? Oh, I didn't. I don't know about that. Chads are like men who can get women, and Chads are the enemy. Oh. Anyway, that was, that was an incel <laughs> corner. Um, uh, Timothy. Timothy. I love that. Yeah, Timothy. Because I'm just thinking of Timothy Chalamet, who was wearing a glitter harness at the Golden Globe last night. Yeah. And I like couldn't oh, contain my goodness i love when straight people appropriate queer culture it's my favorite i don't ruin this for me i'm just kidding i don't <laughs> even know what is sexuality anywho uh yeah so timothy and i had an adventure where we had a couple of um couple of sexual partners in the same day and yours truly over here uh wasn't aware that i would be like ferociously bottoming so i didn't douche properly at all in fact i didn't douche at all uh and so I'm getting fucked and I was using poppers. So I was like super loose and it was like really good sex. Like it was like really fucking good sex. But there's this one point where I'm like, okay, so try and picture this. I'm lying mm-hmm. on my left side. The okay. top, the top has like folded my legs to my chest. The, for to- like, the top? The top who was fucking me. Okay. Has folded my legs to my chest for like easier access okay. to my goodies. And um, as if he needs any easier access. As he- <laughs> As he's fucking me, uh, he puts his hand, like, cute on my thigh to, like, caress me and, like, smears poo on me. <laughs> <laughs> like, my own feces. Uh, I certainly noticed it. I didn't want to, like, ruin the mood necessarily, so I let it slide. No pun intended. Uh, oh, God. And then I was like, listen, I just got to say, I was like, there's shit. Like, I shit. I'm so sorry. Um, so I showered and cleaned myself. It was great. Went back to fucking. The top fucked Timothy for a bit and then started fucking me again. This guy's a great sport. Uh, he's fucking me from behind and it's like really great. And he comes, but after he pulls out, all I hear is Timothy's voice in the back just being like, there's L U L there's, um, there's shit on your back. And I had shit again, but like, like so deep down my back that I couldn't actually reach it. So I had to go shower a second time. I <laughs> so I just want to thank you. I love all you so much for telling that story. Too. I actually adore you. Well, like, listen, okay. I think it's toxic culture that we assume bottoms to be clean as a whistle. Listen, <laughs> I, I apologized to him profusely. I said, next time he comes over, I will be cleaner. Oh, I wasn't expecting it. I will say thank you to all the tops out there that don't mind me being human. Sorry that I'm a person. Listen, I don't usually have a problem when that happens. Like, it's just, it's, yeah. a, it's a thing. I Like, again, we always get back to shit porn. I'm not, like, in, it's not a fetish of mine. I realize it is for people. But I'm not talking, like, I didn't, like, I didn't, like, shit. Do you know what I mean? It was just, like, flecks of poo that ha- that happened. Oh, there wasn't any smearing going on. No, like, for sure, for sure smearing. Smear, just smear tactics. Just smear <laughs> It was part of a political scandal over the break. <laughs> um, I tried telling the story to a few of my straight girlfriends and like... No, you can't do that. Honey's like gay sex is just... Get on. Get into it. I mean, no, that's just anal sex. Anyway, Tom, listen. I'm so... Thank you for telling that story. You're welcome. Sometimes really you exciting. just gotta let the poo out, you know? Um, sorry to bait you. Yeah, yeah. But uh, wasn't there someone who came after, like, came over after that guy? No, so that the was the second day? guy. So um, oh. a guy had come over before that guy uh, who 
was going to quote unquote suck a bunch of loads out of us. And so we were like, that sounds exciting. I'm not like super, it's not a fetish of mine. Timothy can't really come more than once, like in a row. So we thought, let's try it. This dude comes over and came and then said a number after he came, which to this day, don't know what that number was referring to. Um, and then left and Timothy didn't get to come. And I was just like confused about the sucking all the loads out. Right. So then, um, so then another, another guy was in the area. So we thought, why not? You know? So do you think the number that he yelled out was the, like the number of the load that he sucked out of you? Like, yeah. Cause I, life? cause I, he sucked a load out of me. So it could have been a total tally of loads. It could have been a 2018 tally of loads. It could have been a tally of his personal loads or just like sexual encounters. Mm-hmm. Right. You've really done your sort of uh, hypothesis. My, yeah, I'm know. just I have a multiple working hypotheses. Right, listeners, if you count any part of your sexual experience, please write in and and tell us. I'm very curious. Right, and if you're the guy who took the load, yeah. and yelled the number, tell me. We want to know. Two hundred and eighty. What friend? I I don't want to know. Is it two hundred and eighty one? No, two hundred and eighty. I believe was the number. I'm unsure. No one's going to have sex with me ever again because of this podcast. I disagree. I, I think this makes you more attractive. I'm like... Um, I love... Like, truth is is like the most attractive quality to that's me. That's so cute. But I'm like an avenue for visibility for people now. <laughs> They're going to fuck me so well, the story can be heard. You have some truth... Bottom truths that t- you just want to talk about and I commend you for that. Uh, so either... Um, a, a creator left shame out of my body. Either mm-hmm. I was dropped on my head, or I've actively repressed the part of me that feels shame because I don't, I don't know why, but I just don't well, care. Well, that that really makes us a match made in heaven because I also don't ever feel shame. We shouldn't be together, <laughs> no, ever at all. No, let's. Okay, what what like fun <laughs> media did you consume in this year? Oh, um, okay. 2018 was an okay year. I feel like the world's changing and the media's changing a little bit a little bit with it, a little bit more behind. Yeah. I'm excited for what twenty nineteen brings. Me too. But um God fuck. I mean we did a whole episode on it, but obviously Pose was the highlight of my year yep. in media for sure, for yep. sure. Definitely. Um, getting to know all those women as actors too and like following them online now. Oh, like know. India Moore is just the activist of my dream. She's fucking phenomenal. Like yeah. all those women, it's amazing. Um for sure, Pose. Um, what did I? Oh, what else did I say in my top six? Oh, Black Panther. Yeah. What a fucking amazing. Yep. Like, just thank you for that fucking action movie that meant so much. Mm-hmm. That like actually had like a, a meaningful story behind it, and for representation, obviously. Um, what else did I have now? Oh, Nanette. Obviously, but I forgot Nanette on my list. Nanette of course, Nanette was like fucking. I think I think you and I and Timothy watched. Nanette and Pose in the same day. Yeah, we did. We just went all out. Um, That sort of like changed my whole perception of what what stand-up comedy could be uh, for the better. She really changed the game. Mm -hmm. Um, Might I say 8th grade was definitely... uh, Damn, I haven't seen it yet. Oh my god. It was... uh, Yeah, I don't know how to explain it. It's just one of those movies that's so refreshing and so well done and just such... um, an accurate portrait of youth today. It's fucking beautiful. You absolutely need to see it. I'm, I'm, I have to see it because most of the students I work with are in eighth grade. So yeah, it's amazing. It'll probably um, upset me, but whatever. I, I like. I've never really gotten into Bill Burnham, but that movie made me want to start. It was so good. 
Another cool. one for me that you definitely won't share is Hereditary came out this year, which I need to say is like, I think my favorite film. Why the fuck are you including that movie in this list? Ever? Because it came out in 2018. It's a work of goddamn art. I've seen it four times now and every single time I enjoy it more than the last. Okay, coldest day you- of the year. <laughs> That movie? Oh, you've got to be kidding me! No, I'm not joking. Is it a queer movie? Uh, n- no, but it could be okay. because um, I'm really, I'm really reaching here. Listen, it's a feminist movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought it was. I thought I was giving. Yeah, you Yeah, like if like women <laughs> is feminism, which I think it is based on my all accounts. All right. Yeah. Sure. I hate this choice, but go on. That's it. I'm. I'll. I'll stop. <laughs> it's amazing. Also, I'm pretty sure what I just said was a massive spoiler, so I might just bleep that whole thing out. <laughs> Fucking watch it though. It's phenomenal. No, don't. Uh, okay, from me, don't. Don't watch that shit. So take in between. Watch half yeah. of it. <laughs> watch the YouTube trailer for it. Um, Handmaid's Tale season two. I haven't seen that yet, Good. which I'm such an idiot because The Handmaid's Tale was my favorite thing of last year. True. Get the fuck on that. Big Mouth season two. Yeah. For me. Oh, Great. my God. They, so like, funny. stepped it up even, which yeah. is shocking. Um, or they did a whole episode on Planned Parenthood. That was incredible. So good. So good. Check It for me is another one. Um, it was a documentary I was talking about, about the um, black, trans, queer, uh, Washington, D.C. gang of youth that then started a clothing company. Mm. Um, need to watch it. It's phenomenal. Um, Black Klansman, obviously. Oh my god! It's definitely I loved that a movie. Top one. That movie fucked me up. It fucked me up too. The ending is mm-hmm. don't do anything after you see that. No, because don't. you won't be able to. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, the guy who ran. Oh, I don't want to say this; it might ruin it. But the movie makes reference to Charlottesville at some point in the film, um, yeah. and the guy who killed Heather Hare um, either just got convicted or is on trial for first degree murder which is incredibly oh, shocking to me great. i did not think that that would be the the repercussions of that because right. america is a dumpster fire right but i guess yeah we love you americans keep going yeah keep keep fighting the fight against your own government oh the government shut down the in government? the united oh, God. states is that still happening yeah oh lord right jesse yes it is if it continues past i think this the second week it'll be the longest in history if it continues past the 10th, it'll be the longest since, like, I'm just saying numbers now. I don't know. But it's, this is history. <laughs> 69, history 42, in the 75. Um, what else do I have? Any Let's, music you like? Yeah, so music for me, um, Janelle Monáe's Dirty Computer. Absolutely. Robin's Honey. And Georgia Smith's Lost and Found were my three top albums. Oh, I don't albums. know that last one. You're going to adore it. Cool. It's somewhere in between... Um, sad lesbian music. <gasps> My favorite. It is your favorite mixed. She's also not gay. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't think um, sad lesbian music mixed with like, um, like kind of like jazzy pop vibes. Okay. It's very good. I She's like that. phenomenal. Um, what about your music? Yeah, Janelle Monae was definitely my top album of the year for someone who doesn't even like music. Um, <laughs> that's. <laughs> Who doesn't like music? Well, you know me. Like, what do you march? Unless Simpson? it's like an acoustic, you know, ukulele. I'm like, ah, whatever. Oh my god, you were such mo- a or a movie score. Last night, as we're driving home, <laughs> Tom put on the soundtrack from If Beale Street Could Talk, and I was just about to leap out of the fucking car. Like, <laughs> it's the best score. It's the so beautiful. So sad. I know, but I like being sad. It's my comfort yeah, zone. Yeah, me too. You were such like a kid with emotions. I bet. <laughs> Oh yeah, like a deep oh my god! I'm an adult child. with emotions. Adult. <laughs> Apparently, I'm a robot too. 
<laughs> Who doesn't like music? What are you? I had one more thing on my top six on Instagram. Oh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I haven't seen it. Which is obviously fucking brilliant. I'm excited. Yeah, it's so it's so well done. Like it's an absolute masterpiece. The um I didn't know what it was until I saw clips of it at the Golden Globes. It mm. looks phenoms. Also, this is embarrassing, but I'm just gonna say it. Carol Barnett, I did not know that she was that prolific and iconic. Oh, um, I like yeah. knew that she was a comedian, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking awesome. Thomas, what about politics this year? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck politics this year. It was a dumpster shithole of doom. Yeah. However, can we just say that January of last year started the Times Up campaign, um, which is great. Yeah. It's not. Oh, and the House flipped. It, yeah, with the, the house, election yeah. in the U.S., which was fantastic. That's great. Like Nancy Pelosi's the new Speaker of the House, and fuck yes yeah of her absolutely and so many like um women specifically of color some indigenous women got Mm -hmm. got elected in yep queer queer people um uh dr ford's testimony at the kavanaugh hearing oh jesus um what a what a lord help me horrifying event but but women you go women you go (laughs) except they didn't i mean that wasn't it was still good. Got elected, no, it's, so it's not it a good, good outcome. But yeah. she was so fucking brave. Yes. And what she did will resound through the years. Here's so, hoping. Yeah, here's hoping. Here's hoping she doesn't get any more death threats. Um, and think... Dofo got nominated in here. Oh, for fuck's sake. Doug Ford. Yeah. Our Voldemort. That's not great. Yeah, it's a hellscape. It's a hellscape. Things are on fire. Yes. But also. So are our loins. My, our loins are as well. I don't have rectal gonorrhea this year, though, so my ass Congrats. isn't on fire, which is great. I'm gonna have more sex this year. You should have. I didn't more have sex. any sex last year. I only had like sex with like four different people. You should have so much more sex, Tom. Yeah. But be safe. But have so much more sex. Thanks, Dad. Aw, kiddo, get some condoms. <laughs> Whoa, that was really <laughs> bizarre. Uh, we should wrap this up. Yeah. Yes, we should. I'm also gonna say though that um, on February 14th in Toronto, uh, it's the eighth annual Strawberry. Uh, ceremony outside police headquarters at College and Bay, uh, and this ceremony is dedicated to missing and murdered Indigenous women um, in solidarity. And there are going to be speakers, and it'll be a vigil and uh, go. And I will be there. It's from twelve thirty to one thirty, followed by a community feast at the five nineteen. So come say hi to Dickwick. Very support nice. missing and murdered Indigenous women. Um, Valentine's Day is a Hallmark-created scam anyway, so why don't you spend it doing something actually meaningful? Cool. Rock on. Rock on. Anything um, else? Uh, yeah, well, just that, like, thank you for listening to this interim episode. This is not the start of season three. No. We're just, it's just a, like, hi, don't forget about us. Yeah, hi. Oh, can we tease some things? Let's tease away. Ooh, my, my nipples balls? are rock hard, yeah. I'll tease <laughs> your balls with my rock hard nipples. <laughs> um, Sounds painful. <laughs> that excited me. We are really ramping it up this hiatus oh yeah we are not pod fading out of existence don't you think we are we are thanos saying we're gonna collect all of those fucking gems and we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna mass exterminate half of the planet no we are really gonna (laughs) we're really gonna up our game we have um maybe merchandise might be on the horizon cute maybe not you did not hear that first you didn't hear that from us um we are going to as always, be more active. We're going to step up our game as accomplices and as uh, members of the queer community. There might be a website. There also might not. Like, we're totally not sure. Um, there might be more ways for you to contact us. It's just um, queer. So it's right just, now, it's all queer. We're just not sure about anything. Yeah. But we're pretty sure that we're going to be better than we ever have. 
So we also appreciate you sticking with us through this time. We also might like get better at Patreon or like get a GoFundMe or something. Um, but again, we're not too, we're not too sure. We're just, you know, waiting to hear what Jesse demands from us. Basically. Exactly. In all seriousness though, I think I should say that, um, reiterate that this is a passion project and that we, uh, have a lot of stuff that we would like to do and we would like to do a lot of good. Um, but we also don't make any money on this show because it is a passion project. So if anyone out there has the capital, is able to in any way, shape, or form donate to our Patreon um, or our GoFundMe, if slash one that ever happens, that would be so cute. That would be so cute. So cute. Um, I might send you pictures of my butthole, but we're not sure. <laughs> you know you will. Maybe. Even if they don't. Unsolicited mass email people. <laughs> they send money for me to stop sending pictures of my butthole. What a tactic. Tom, anything else? Uh, only if you have a silver lining. My silver lining is that I started my second semester of my PhD today, and I um, went in clear-headed and feeling organized, and it's something that I want to carry through. Um, and so my silver lining is more like effective. It's a feeling, and I feel silver and good. That's a great silver lining. Tom, what's your silver lining? That. My silver lining was... Um, uh, sort of a change that happened over the holidays, which was me finding some time to l- to literally rest for the first time this year. And oh my goodness, was it life changing? Like I I I have to continue living my life mm-hmm. with downtime. You look like a spring fucking chicken. Yeah, I feel so clear as as uh, as you said. Also, and you're like the enema <clears throat> that I never did before right. sex. Yeah. Thank you so much. Of course, I'd squirt I you out any the enemy. <laughs> the enemy enema. <laughs> uh, I had so many friends visiting over the holidays, so it was nice to just visit with them and be and like I've forgotten how many friends have like fled away from me mm-hmm. into the ether mm-hmm. over the past few years. So it was nice to sort of have them all back and and like sort of reconnect and in a way like reconnect with with myself. I love that. that. It's lovely. What a good silver lining. Yeah. It's all right. Just came up with it. Pamela is looking ferocious in a backwards cap and an Alice in Wonderland crop top. She looks like she's from uh, New Kids on the Block. Yes. She's serving me a stoic, rebellious, anarchist teenager, but who never misses a deadline or curfew. It's kind of just a facade. And she's pissed because she lost her Walkman. Oh my God. Her fucking Walkman. Yeah. I think someone stole that out of her locker. Really? She's really messy. She, she might have really... left it in Foot Locker. Oh my god, she's such a Foot Locker hole. Whoa. <laughs> that got dark. Um, listen, everybody. Look, everybody. You've been listening to Do You Queer What I Queer, and we would greatly appreciate it if you could rate, review, subscribe. That means the world, especially on iTunes. That's yeah. where we get most of our traffic, so find yeah. us there. And It's really easy to just like, hey, I'm been type in a name, and then just type in like, oh my god. Tom is so great. Elliot's okay. Jesse's yeah. the worst. Like, yeah. Anything that's, like that. That's perfect. Yeah. If you say anything nice about Jesse, we'll find a way to block your comment. <laughs> but please do comment, rate, review, and subscribe. Tell all of your friends. Tell all of your enemies. Um, and yeah. also, most importantly, email us. If anything that we said in the show has resonated with you, has made you upset, has excited you, please send a little message our way. We know you're on your phones. We know that you're just not doing it to be to be mean so please do that and just send us a nice little note it's cute yeah thank you for taking the helm of most of that like last few minutes elliot i thanks i'm really at the helm today i'm just sort of like a useless wafy like 
damsel faggot right now. I love that. Can I be the tower that you're locked up in? Absolutely. And Jesse's the goddamn evil dragon. And I'll enema out of you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we need to end it there. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. This is not season three. No, we'll see you soon. We have another interim episode coming up. A great crossover episode with the fabulous Turn Me On podcast. So tune in to tune in that. For that. Until next time. Until next time. Bye. Bye. No, one, two, ready, go. Yes.